golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. We're back. It's the Golf Insiders season number 12. Your host, Holly G, and we couldn't be more Excited to be back with all of you, my amazing global golf fans. And guess what? It's the Florida Swing. We are uh, in the second round of the Honda Classic as I speak down in beautiful Palm Beach Gardens at PGA National, home of the Bear Trap that three-hole stretch that uh, takes many a water ball from some of the best players on the planet. And next week, we set our sights on the Arnold Palmer Invitational right here at Arnie's Place. Can't wait. Can't believe it's already that time of year. And before we know it, we'll be smelling the azaleas and ready for the first major of the year Up at Augusta National, yes, the Masters, get out your green blazers now and get them dry clean. But let's waste no more time. We've got one of our favorite golf insiders back with us, wishing him a happy new year, happy 2020, to Gary Van Sickle from the Morning Read. Hello, my friend. How's it going? You know, when you say, every time you say bear trap from PJ National, I can't help but think of the giant fish in Star Wars in the final battle scene where he goes, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> I put the character's name general something. It's a trap. It's a bear trap. It's a trap. Well, I don't know. this is this is what we're known for, right? The uh, three whole catchy nicknames. We've got what? The snake pit at Valspar. Um, well, does the three hole stretch at Arnie's place have a name? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Uh, Quail Hollow at the Quail Hollow is the last four holes. Last four holes called the Green Mile. We got the NBC has tried to dub the last three holes at Players Championship at Sawgrass the Gauntlet, I think, but that's never really caught on. Uh, I was I, I came up with the Bermuda Triangle, but you know, nothing really fits. We had a when I a few years ago online, we tried to have a name the name the finishing holes that sawgrass contest and uh you know what nobody came up with anything that re- you heard and go yeah that's it it was all like yeah good try the gauntlet no nah, not quite well it's it's hard to um, imagine anything other than that island green i suppose and we've and it's not really an island right it's still an island green <laughs> islands don't have a walkway to them you need a boat that's true it's, I guess it would be an isthmus or something like that in geographical yeah, terms. Maybe a peninsula green. I don't. It's a peninsula green or an isthmus green, <laughs> and 
Isthmus is very hard to say. That it might makes me think of Christmas, so I don't like that. And, Let's go with Peninsula Green. And probably won't catch on either. And probably harder to spell than but than my last name. But we digress. So no, nothing's harder than your last name. <laughs> and therefore, we call me Holly G. So, exactly. my friend, um, what's uh, you know what's been the, the the latest news in the golf world while while we've been asleep and recovering from the Super Bowl? Oh, well, that doesn't cover much ground, but came back and played, but didn't win. So the Tiger, uh, that he's always the big news, and he's going to have uh, sushi and fajitas or something for his Masters dinner. Um, no, the big, the biggest news of all has been the fact that uh, the the proposed World Tour, the PGL Premier Golf League, they're trying to take these guys off, and you know that. They want to have teams, four-man teams, and a captain, and they want them to play 16 to 18 events, and they're going to play for scads of money, the top 48 players in the world. This is backed by Saudi Arabian money, millions if not billions. And the guy who was in charge of it is a British financier, and I guess he likes team golf, and he thought this would be a fun thing, and he's got some friends who would fund it. And we've heard of sort of players Weigh in on the pros and cons. Rory has already basically said, I'm out. Brooks Kepka said, he was pretty smart. He said, well, I'm going to play wherever the best players play. So he left that door open. But I don't think it's going to fly. These guys cannot be enticed with money. The top players already have really more money than they need or can use. So money's not really a lure for them. Although nobody doesn't like more money. But... The freedom thing is what's what's going to kill it. Is Rory McIlroy doesn't want somebody telling him, "Here are the sixteen or eighteen events you have to go and play in, wherever they are around the world." And right now, he picks and chooses the courses he likes. Uh, you know, also the top players are playing for history, and there's no history. Uh, Fred Couple said, "Do you want to win one of these things, or do you want to win the LA Open?" You know, we've currently got events that mean something, and uh, the new tour isn't going to have that. Uh, for 10 or 20 years. It's about money. So I think it's, I'd like to say it's dead in the water, but because they have so much money, which is usually these things are fly by night, that I don't think you can discount it. But um, I don't, Tiger, Tiger Woods is not going to want to play 16 or 18 tournaments. So the, without Tiger, you really don't have a tour. Uh, but I think Mickelson might, might go for it. He's turning 50. He's not playing quite as well. And uh, Phil does like money. So, uh, but I don't think it's going to take off. I think it's out to launch. Where in the heck are they going to fit these events in, Gary? We talk about, you know, now with golf in the Olympics, uh, the schedule this year, uh, you know, with the Olympics in July, and you've got the PGA Championship now in May, uh, you know, the players in March. You're seeing it impact the Florida swing. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're not going to be able to get the best players every week. But well, you, you, yeah, you're not you're not going to fit these events in. You're going to step all over the PGA Tour. Uh, you're going to step all over the European Tour. I don't see if this thing comes off. It might be the death knell for the PGA uh, for the PGA European Tour. That might be it. Um, and if you know, this thing does pull off, now the PGA Tour is going to be missing. You know, it's going to be like the Corn Ferry Tour. So that's another thing. I, it, it, there's no place. 
there's no place this fits in. Now, the top players who would still be exempt, they could still play the majors because the PGA Tour doesn't operate those. But let's face it, once your U.S. Open, uh, well, the, you know, the, the other three majors are lifetime exemptions or at least till age 60 or 65. But, uh, the U.S. Open, you get 10 years. So I guess that's not a problem. But, yeah, they're, they're going to, you know, it's going to be pick, pick one or the other. You want to play in the PGA Tour or you want to play in the Premier Golf League? If you pick the latter, then you're off the PGA Tour. They're not gonna. They're not gonna give you exemptions to go play in that thing and 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 pose their own event. So it's gonna be pick one or the other. And I I don't see a lot of uh, over the years. I haven't seen a lot of a lot of rebels on the PGA Tour. Not enough guys to to take what they have, which is a gravy train right now. It's a pretty good gravy train. Why risk that to get a few more bucks that you don't need because you've already got a you know, Rory's already got a $250 million deal with Nike. What what more money does he need? And these other guys are kind of in that same boat. So, uh, But, yeah, it, it, if this happens, it could it could seriously alter or, you know, possibly possibly put some of these other tours on the rocks. Well, as they say in the biz, stay tuned. So I'm looking at the leaderboard right now for the Honda and um, – We've got some names from the past on the top of this leaderboard. Gary, uh, Luke, Donald, now uh, at, at minus four, tied for the lead. And Lee Westwood, resurgence of his game the last couple of weeks. Uh, Lee with, what, um, 18 wins uh, over in the European Tours, never you know broken through and won a major over here. Uh, what's going on? Well, I don't know, but... <clears throat> Probably most people have already forgotten that both of those guys, Luke and Lee, uh, once reached number one in the world rankings uh, in the middle of the Tiger run where we thought nobody would ever get to number one besides Tiger. Westwood and Donald both made it, and then they both kind of vanished shortly thereafter. Martin Keimer made it, too. Uh, It's almost like there's a curse for number one. Once you get there, I guess there's nowhere to go but down. Uh, Donald, I think, had some... uh, had some, I think he had some kind of back or shoulder problems. Westwood, I'm not sure what, what his deal was. I know he um, may have had some family issues, and I think he was undecided about whether he tried living in Florida. I don't think he liked it. I think he took his family back to England, and uh, he may have, uh, you know, it's that midlife crisis, late 30s, early 40s, where more than you want to play golf, and then your kids get a little bit older, and then you want, like kind of like Tiger, you want to show your kids what you do and how good you can be and how good you were. And you have a window where you maybe can work a little harder and sharpen your game and are, are driven. But, you know, it's human nature to get complacent. Once you have a lot of success, you win a lot of money, you win big tournaments, you win, get the number one in the world. It's just human nature kind of slack off a little bit. So uh, the guys like Tiger who are driven – Endlessly, you know, they're they're the rare birds. They're the unicorns, and uh, everybody else, you know, the real real life intrudes sooner or later. Well, uh, past champion Ricky Fowler still seems to be on his honeymoon, shooting six over yesterday. Ouch! I'm not sure what happened to Ricky. He's not been playing well. I somebody had a t- tweet of him the other day and tweeted his video of his swing and was commenting on his release point looks completely different than it used to be. So I don't know. I watched the video. I couldn't see much as far as his technique of his swing, but 
he's not been uh, not been playing as well as he did. And what's ironic is he's in as many commercials now as Peyton Manning. I mean, there's, there's nobody in golf who's, on more, who's got more commercials than and yet he hasn't won in uh, he hasn't won since Phoenix of last year. So I don't know. Uh, it's you can't. Look, nobody plays good all the time, and sometimes you got to play bad so you can play good. And by that, I mean, if you just kind of play okay or not great, you don't really address what's wrong with your swing. Sometimes you have to start playing horrible to go, all right, something's really wrong. I got to fix this. And maybe that's where Ricky is. Maybe he, or maybe he's trying to fix something and he's in the middle of it. But I like to say sometimes you have to. It has to go way off for you to go admit there's a problem and do something about it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what Ricky's problem is, but uh, we've missed him for the last year. He's he's not been a fact. He was almost kind of a – I wasn't sure he even should have been on the President's Cup team, but uh, it's early in the year. Give him time. He's got a bunch of horses coming up where he typically plays well, especially Corral Hollow. So, I think you just assume Ricky's going to be back in the mix sooner, sooner or later, and probably sooner. All right, my friend, we got to cut it there, and uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing you next week here in beautiful Orlando, uh, when we all will be uh, uh, tipping a tipping a hot cup of coffee for the king, and you know, maybe we're, uh, you know we're going to have some postage stamps. The post U.S. Postal Service is commemorating a new Arnold Palmer stamp that week. So uh, you're going to want to run to the post office and get these stamps of a young Arnie and his follow-through. They're really cool. Nothing nothing better. Thank you, Gary Vensicle from The Morning Read. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned. More Golf Insiders coming up.